Hi everyone and welcome back to Radio Geonosis where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. I'm Jim. Try stop there for a minute. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about lightsaber combat combat the, the fighting form, styles the forms of combat the forms of combat i was just practicing to remember all of my form and it's oh that's cool <laughs> and what you just handed me a book <laughs> so and lights it says star wars lightsabers a guide to weapons of the force okay it's by Scholastic. so what we're going to be talking about is the forms that they use and the forms that we use mm -hmm. in our fighting styles yep. with our fighting styles but before we do that we've got some hot 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 happenings this week um this weekend we've got la comic-con coming up yep. i will be at the nerd geek panel on sunday i'm going tomorrow but I will not be, that's Saturday, I will not be dressed in a Star Wars costume. I'm going to be dressed in a Lord of the Rings costume. I'm well, going as Arwen. Well, that's going to be kind of yes. throw people off. Yeah, it will. I think a lot of people will be confused. That's one of my favorite costumes, by the way. Yeah. Outside of, you know. Yeah, I don't have to wear my ears, though, because the hair will cover my ears. The, the glue gets stuck on my ears, and that's a pain in the neck. Yeah. Anyways, so our, our hot happenings this week is the Rise of Skywalker leaks say ahsoka tano has a presence in the movie okay let's take that one with a grain of salt well i would take it with a strong grain of salt for the moment um for an animated character to make it it would be the first i think animated character to make it into live action it's not the first character outside of it uh live action to come in alis kerr was brought in from the comics and quinlan voss was pointed out in episode one yeah he got like that 35 second not even 35 second of yeah, like 15 like, second yeah, uh, yeah. recognition and, right and they're saying it's him even though it probably wasn't him when they made it but they've made him they made it him after the fact yeah and then when they made the quinlan quinlan ross comics he was going to be in episode three they actually filmed they had an actor and they actually filmed scenes you know very short scenes with quinlan ross but um they were cut and i don't know if they're even like, like in the, finished i don't know if they're they're not in the not they're not in the, in the extras. they're, they're not in the cut scenes but no but uh it, it was thought that they would so ahsoka coming in basically from rebels and clone wars which is a felony creation that would make her older though she would be older oh yeah she would be like 60 something or or better but we don't know how long Togruta live in terms of like their basic lifespan like a, like a wookie maybe 150 years kind Could of be even older. shenanigans remember chewie <laughs> chewie was 200 and solo yeah okay? and and he's still around. He's a teenager. He's considered a teenager then, yeah, right? He's probably very petulant and, you know, <laughs> and angsty. And, you know, and he kind of yelled, no, Mom, I'm not going to clean my room except with more Wookiee sounds. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, so we have the Rise of Skywalker trailer coming out October 14th during the Monday night football game. I, I tend to think that they're going to do that because they want the ratings on the football game. Well, it's... Everyone's that, going to be watching because I want to see. Well, yeah, millions of people have eyes on the screen, so. I'm not going to watch the game. I'm just going to wait for it to come on. Uh, well, yeah, because they usually <laughs> they usually release the trailer on YouTube at the Star Wars YouTube at the same time, so you don't necessarily have to watch the game to get it. So, yeah, you know that's fine. Okay, here's something really cool: <sighs> Disney Parks Halloween themed droids are frightening fun, and this year it's going to be the R5 Boo. 
19. Oh, cool. Yeah, and in 2018, they did an R4 boo. Mm -hmm. And then in 2017, I looked this all up, they had an R3 boo 17. I guess they all, the, the numbers are the years of it. Right. And then in 2016, they did an R2 boo. So, it, you know, it, they did R2, couple of, no, R4, R3, I5, R5. Right. And they're in, you know, and they're in festive Halloween-y colors, you know. Yeah. I believe the uh, the, the current one is going to be black and red. Yeah, it's it's really cute. And uh, really I, cute. I believe the R4 was basically a candy corn. Yeah, it was. It was super kinda, cute. Because he had the shape and, you know, and he's yes. white, yellow, and orange, basically. My so. favorite candy, by the way. I love it. <laughs> you know what? You're the only one because everybody else is like, it's so icky. No, candy I, corn is delicious. It's made of pure sugar. What That's, do you want? And it's right? delicious. It's my only candy. I had one bag. I'm so proud of myself. I've only cleaned out one bag. I haven't had any, so... Well, good for you. You I don't know. need it. All right. General Anakin Skywalker comes to Galaxy of Heroes. Mobile st strategy game. Mm, right. And so the Anakin can be unlocked October 11th through the 13th. And this was the game Clash of the Caminos. Uh, that's the expansion. Expansion game. Yeah, the. Uh, I'm Galaxy, not a gamer, so I don't know. Yeah, that Galaxy Heroes name of the game. It's not. It's a mobile game, and and it's basically a, a fighting game where you, it's kind of like, Final Fantasy three or something like that, where you have two groups of people fighting, and then they they fight and stuff, and you can you know, the strategy is choosing which characters to fight, what powers to use, and stuff like that. And uh, this here, the the Clash Camino expansion, you play through that, uh, and then. The reward for getting for playing through it, like if you win or whatever, is getting the general Skywalker. Um, oh, skin. if only he could have stayed the general. Well, it would have been good, you know. Yeah, he would have been terrific. Well, well, I, everybody's life goes down the train <laughs> drain once. I do have, uh, I do have a little bit of news. Um, uh, New York Comic Con just happened last weekend. Yeah, I saw that. And they did do. Uh, Del Rey did a. a um, a books panel so they released more info on coming up books um the episode nine novelization has an author now uh her name is ray ray something r-a-e god no i can't remember her name. so my 900 book collection is now going to expand oh yeah definitely um <laughs> with the 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 excuse me the episode nine novelization will be coming out next year, of course, after it the movie. It has to, yeah. You don't want to give out any spoilers. And as well as the junior novelization. Like the Qui-Gon yeah. Noble End. Yeah, well, that'll never <laughs> um, And as it has already been announced, all of the current Star Wars comic titles are going to be uh, finished up and ended. Uh, like at, uh, issue 75 for the main title, Dr. Afro will finish up with whatever issue is coming up. Um... Uh, Allegiance will finish up and uh, Kylo Ren will finish up and then next year they're going to start there's going to be a new flagship Star Wars title it'll start after the Empire Strikes Back in terms of chronology and it'll be a new issue one uh, there's going to be a new Darth Vader title coming out Wow. Um, with a new uh, person in charge of that Are Darth Vader goes good? yeah that would be really awesome wouldn't it? <laughs> Because um, we are, I, I honestly think we're going to see him in Rise of Skywalker. And I do myself. believe uh, there's also going to be a new Dr. Afra title coming out as well. But uh, in terms of, those are going to be like the big ongoing series. You know, you know what that tells me? Star Wars lives on. Oh, forever. It lives on. Okay, Return of Vader's Castle gets witchy with Asajj Ventress. Yep. 
Yep. Saw that today. And how about this one? I'm sure everybody's talking about it. Rebels Freddie Prince Jr. goes on a rant. Yes, he did. Oh, boy, did I hear it. Um, if you go to find it, be aware there are a few bad words in it. Actually, they do a lot of bad words on TV these days. Huh? Well, yeah, I know, but you know, he was—I think he was on a stream streaming uh, platform. Did they beef him out? Oh no, he's just. No, well, this was just a—you know—it was an internet show and uh, like a streaming show, and it was like he's doing an interview, and they asked him a question about something in in, in Star Wars, and or like they made a comment, and then he just went off for like over three minutes, just straight. Basically schooling the universe on how Star Wars is and and how it how how he perceives it and you know what he learned from Dave Filoni and while he was you know uh, you know uh, portraying Kane and Jarrus uh, the Jedi. You know, I, honestly, my opinion is uh, there's a lot of hardcore fans. We're hardcore fans. There's a lot of hardcore fans that probably know more than we do. That does not make them the writers of the stories. That does not make them the directors of the stories. Nope. These people who are in the Star Wars movies, uh, comics, whatever, they're the ones that have the in on it. They know what's going on. And for us, we need to not try and guess these things. We need to just let them unfold. Yeah, and listen, you know, when we're being taught a thing, you know, when Filoni talks about the background of a character, or if he's talking about how this story is kind of constructed, he's giving you the down low, right? And then, like, or in this case, you know, Freddie Prinze Jr. was doing it, or if some other, you know, actor does it, you know, that's because they were like in it and they were they were present when it was filmed. And or, they understand the they understand the the inner workings of it. And I mean, no matter what, like I said, you can be the hardest core fan that you want to. That's who you are. You're the fan and you're not the writers. So I can understand his anger, you mm. know, because people will, it should be like this. It should be like that. It should be whatever the writers decide it should be. Yeah. And, and that's the way is, I've always looked like. And what it is is what it is, you know? Yes. And, you know, we may not like everything exactly as it's presented. Right. But it was presented that the way for Jedi. <laughs> It was presented that way for a reason. Uh, yeah, I agree. And, I agree. So today... We're going to get on a hot, happier topic. Today, we're going to be talking about lightsaber fighting styles and combat. Well, as we, as you know, as we are both uh, users of lightsabers. Yes. Um, you know, we learn how to, you know, engage and fight each other. Um, in the fiction and in in the in the universe, um, uh, the 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 Jedi and the, well, the Sith too, actually, um, have forms of combat that they use to learn to a learn how to use the lightsaber in the first place and then to refine that technique and to make it better and better so they can use it in better instances um i don't know uh, much about the sith side well the sith side is essentially ostensibly developed from the jedi because since the sith were the, jedi well at one point it, even if it's you know uh millennia ago the, uh, the, take that back because Vader fell and became a Sith. I'm talking about. You the haven't watched the movie. I'm sorry for that spoiler alert. I'm, I'm talking about the origins, not the not the recent history. I mean, the origins of the Sith. Right, which right. Is but millennia but some of them take that and and like Vader and like Count Dooku, 
they take that fighting style that was trained to them as a Jedi. And then they become Sith and they're still using that form. Right. Yeah, right. it doesn't change. Um, so anyway, uh, the way it's been broken down in the fiction, some of this still sort of exists in canon here and there. A little bit is explained in the episode three novelization, the Re Revenge of the Sith novelization. There's a little bit in there. And there's also a little bit in the Master and Apprentice novel by Claudia Gray. Um, but the basic beginnings of lightsaber combat starts with what they call Shicho, which is the the first form of combat that you learn, where you learn the basic stances, strikes, blocks, movements to do basic lightsaber combat. Would that be Kit Kit Fisto? Kit Fisto is one of them, um, and and like um to master form one, you know. You you have you have such a, a grounding in the basics that you're you're pretty good. Um, Obi Wan actually was also a master of form one, and uh, spoiler for Master and Apprentice, Qui Gon actually forced Obi Wan to stay just practicing form one longer than the other uh, Padawans. Wow, because he wanted him to really be so good at it that he would be way better a sword fighter than the other guys later yeah because it says here this is the most basic and i'm reading from my lightsaber book this is the most basic of all forms mm -hmm. and it is taught to the younglings right as the foundation as a foundation yes it includes the fundamentals of stance attack parry and landing mm -hmm. a mark of contact exactly form one students practice through drills called Velocities. Velocities. Right, and which is basically um, exercises where two two people get together and they and they basically fight against each other in a pre-set form that where the movements and the blocks and everything are already preset. You're not making it up as you go along. Right. You do the preset thing, and then you, as you practice those and get better, and then you'll start learning. Uh, what you would call free sparring later, which is basically just doing any technique you want. Well, you know, that's that kind of goes in hand in hand with us because we have what's called forms, mm -hmm. but we also have what's called letters. And each letter from A to Z is a different type of, of um, technique technique mm -hmm. that we use. Exactly. Like it's shoulder, shoulder, hip, or shoulder, shoulder, head, or, sho uh, or hip, hip. Mm -hmm growing you know that kind yeah. of thing is, yeah there's a bunch of them of course there's one for each letter. i won't give out all our secrets well actually you can find it at sabergill.com <laughs> oh sorry uh you didn't hear that now now form two i don't know who else uses that but besides dooku besides dooku um yeah it's a it's a rare form and based in the in the in the fiction in the in in the in the history of the jedi uh form two Form 1 was originally designed to fight against... Now, I can't pronounce that. Makashi. Makashi. Right. Makashi was... That sounds difficult. Makashi was developed as a re response to Darksiders beginning to learn how to use a sword as well. And so it's more directly saber-on-saber -saber combat. It's a more classic dueling style. Yes, that's exactly an, what it says. It's an older style. Um, for, Count Duke, for Count Dooku, it's perfect because well, he's yeah. an older man. Well, yeah, he's... Well, wicked old. Um, <laughs> and currently beheaded. Whoops. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry we just let that out. Anyway. <laughs> that um, would be in movie three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. 
Yeah. If you haven't seen that, spoiler alert. Somehow Anakin <laughs> was involved. I don't know how. <laughs> All right. So now we have uh, Form 3, which form. is Sorosu. Right. Sorosu. That one's my favorite. Yes. It's one of, in terms of my character, Lazlo Toth, I focus on 3 and 5 myself. And 3 is one of my favorites as well. Well, the reason why as a Jedi that I am Sorosu is because you taught me on a planet. While we were on the run yep. from Order 66. Mm -hmm. So this passive form emphasizes defense through efficient body movements, right. such as reducing the size of your target area. Mm -hmm. This form is best used deflecting blaster strikes. Right. It's basically 100% defensive. And since we were running from the Order 66, I can understand that. Yeah. Well, when you have an entire legion of clone troopers shooting at you, that's a lot of people. And that, that fighting style really comes into, it comes in handy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right, so form four is... Ataru. Okay, and this one seems to be the Anakin form. Well, it's 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 one form that Anakin knows. And it's also um, would be considered the, uh, the, the, the mirror of form three. Form four is more, it's an aggressive form. It's it says physically demanding. Yeah, it's also offensive in terms of you attack more. Yes. And it's also acrobatic. Yeah, it is... says acrobatic jumping, flips, and weaves. Right. I'm I'm so not there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look at what Yoda did. That's Ataru. Okay, he did all five, right? He knew all well, five. Well, he probably knew everything because he was there for, you know, 800 and something years. So he probably knew all the forms. And then he would just choose which one he would want to use. Well, since he was on the paleo diet, and I could see that he was very agile and, and very, you know, very youthful, could jump around kind of thing. Yeah, he didn't need a monster to That's right. get, get it. You know. That's, that's right. <laughs> okay, so form five is? Shein. Okay, this is a more offensive version of Form 3. Right. Style, and you said this one is your favorite. Well, it, there's actually two two versions of Form 5. There's Shen and then there's Gem So. And they have different purposes. Uh, Gem So is more for deflecting, and Shen is more for attacking in lightsaber combat. So this came in handy when we were stranded on a planet. Right, right. So and, it was uh, perfect. And Luke actually used um, Shen. Did as he? Well. Yeah, he had some Shen in him. Well, he would have to because if 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 Obi Wan knew that, it's what he taught him. It's probably what Yoda taught him, most likely. Oh, that's right. I mean, he hung out with Yoda for a while. Yeah, because Obi Wan did a crash course. Yeah. It was like the Matrix. You know, they just plugged him in. I know karate. That sort of thing. Whoa. <laughs> okay, Form 6. I didn't even know there was a Form 6. Yep. Form 6, Nemon. And Form 6 is kind of a... It's kind of an amalgamation of the different styles. They put them together. And it's got a little bit of this. It's got a little bit of offense. It's got a little bit of defense. It's got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then the reason that it's kind of that way... Um, it was designed for Jedi Consulars, for people who didn't use saber combat that much, and and it it gave them a variety of things that they could pull from to use. You know, if they if they had to pull their saber, they would they would have a, a balanced form that they could use. That's exactly what it says. Balance the strength of the previous forms through a combination of moderation and calm. 
Because mm-hmm. uh, Obi-Wan was a very calm guy. He only pulled out that saber when he needed to. Take yeah. out a hand at a bar. I am getting a drink. <laughs> but that doesn't focus on power and aggression. Because right. that was so Anakin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was so Anakin. Mm-hmm. He, he was like one of those angry kids, you mm-hmm. know? Okay, so Form 7. Form 7. This one is... It's called Juyo. Now, this is an interesting one because Juyo, it's an aggressive form, but it's also what they would call a transcendent form, meaning that it it it, it really incorporates the force into your fighting style as well. And I can so see that that's why that's Mace Windu's. Yeah, well, Mace Windu took a form of Juyo and, and even adapted it further, and that's called Vapod. And what he did was actually take it to where you could channel the dark side through you and push it back out as light side. Wow. Yeah, it was really crazy. Only three people knew it. Him, uh, another master named Kakruk, and Master De- uh, Depa Balaba, which was his Padawan. Wow. Such narrow focus com- comes dangerously close to aggressive instincts that surface from the dark side. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to control yeah, you the have dark to be, side. You have to be like sick in, in control of things. and Because it's going to come through you, but you're not going to let it control you. Right. That's really cool. I never even thought of that. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. So it just goes in one side out the other. And... Unfortunately, it didn't work for him. Well, not in, uh, <laughs> in Palpatine's office. Well, he beat Palpatine, but you know, Anakin sort of um, interrupted him. Yeah, and then he was sent out the window. I tend to believe he's not gone. Oh, I, I... would be shocked if he was in the movie. Well, you know, it's it's always been my you know that's in my head canon. Mace Windu had to be able to survive because he, he basically survived things that Luke survived. And Mace was kind of basically the second most powerful Jedi in the Order outside of Yoda. I, I You know what? I tend to believe that. I think he was, he was really, really strong. And what makes me believe that he survived was the fact that on Geonosis... He jumps down from that ledge. Oh, yeah. He just... And, and like, he boom. landed. So even though he didn't have his hands, I believe yeah. I, I believe he's out there. I believe he could he's have been right. frazzled from the force lightning, but, you know, it's hard to say. And, you know, like I said, my head cannon, he's alive. And secondly, you don't just kill Sam Jackson. No. I, I think... I, I honestly think we may see this guy come back. We've seen, you know, we may even see him in the in the Obi Wan show. Well, goodness knows he wants to come back. Yeah. Because he he loves to be a Star Wars. He loves it. Well, you know, we didn't think honestly. A lot of people didn't think that Obi Wan would come back. Yeah. And I was completely shocked when I saw him there, and I knew right then and there. I knew. Well, uh, just as a, an aside, um, Brie Larson. Okay, when they were filming the Captain Marvel movie. She had a Mace Windu lightsaber, you know, like a master replica or whatever, and she brought it to the set to have Sam Jackson sign it. So there's because she, you know, she worships Star Wars too. So I I just think that there there's a possibility. There's I think Disney is going to open it up to a lot of things because I had heard even that I mean I should have put this in the hot happenings that Maz Kanaz. Maz Kanata. Kanata is going to get her own show. Well, that's another rumor, but we have, I haven't heard Hey, any... man, we've seen, we've heard all kinds of rumors and things have come to fruition. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. That all could right. be the Kevin Feige thing, you know, because you heard about that, right? No. 
Okay, Kevin Feige, he's the president of of um, Marvel, the Marvel films. You know, cause he's the guy behind the Marvel universe. And him and Ken Kennedy talked, and they're talking about him doing a Star Wars feature. Wow. And that would been, be cool because and, Disney needs that. They need all of the content that they can get. And Star Wars offers an unlimited power of Star Wars. You like that? That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> How about target zones when you're fighting people? Well, yeah. When you're, the, the zones are basically... The, the, Zone one. That's the head. And you basically, you know, you break it up to where you can say, okay, do this, do this, do this. So we can, you know, uh, that, specify. That's things. the basic core of our fighting style as well, mm -hmm. because it's shoulder, shoulder. And then it's, um, it's the stomach right. or the gut and the right leg and the left leg. Yeah, pretty much. So cool. it's exactly, they must have looked at this book when they well, signed the, it up. The, the zone thing, um, it, it comes a lot from, uh, classical um stage sword fighting yeah yeah and we know that the very first time we see a sith and a jedi fight it must have been it you know in in episode one it must have been a mind blower because this is the first time you're seeing it right right you know prior to that we did not see it but we do know how that goes down well yeah pretty not much. very well well you know um and that's the interesting thing too because remember the jedi in their opinion, had destroyed the Sith a thousand years ago or whatever. But and even Yoda had an idea that something was going to happen. Well, because, there was something amiss. Yeah. Right, because he kept saying the dark side clouds everything. So mm -hmm. it's obvious that yeah. he had an idea. Yeah. I do like some of the sabers. You know, I'm myself personally, I don't like sabers that are busy. I like sabers with a very basic handle because it's easier for me to oh, yeah. control. Oh, definitely. I agree. Um, <clears throat> mine's pretty much, you know, a metal stick. You know, it's nothing to it. Yeah, I like mine very basic, very light. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, kyber crystals, they've changed. A little bit. Yeah, they're, I think all of them are a clear color now or red, correct? Well, There's... basically, if you, if you watch the Clone Wars... Uh, in season five, where they do the youngling uh, going, to, the younglings going to Ilum, where they go get their like their saber crystals, they're clear until they get it, and then it'll become whatever color that that is, is associated with that character. And in ninety nine percent of the cases for Jedi, it's green or blue. Yeah, you know, for Mace Windu, who was special, was purple. Yeah, because he was special. That, right. That's and Jedi right. Temple Guards who are all yellow for some reason, which I don't know why. Um, but they're yellow. Maybe because they're, I don't know if they're on a neutral ground. They can go either way, maybe. Well, it could be. It's hard to say. And they're, and they're well, they're also faceless, too, because they wear a mask. Now, the, so. the myth is that a Jedi or a Sith can only wield a lightsaber. Lie. No, anybody lie. can use a lightsaber. Han That's Solo right. used one in To cut in that Empire. poor Tauntaun. He didn't ask for it, that's for sure. No. All right, so Obi-Wan Saber, to, to me, this is this one is very basic, but still a little busy for me. And, but he, this one is the one he loses. Right, he loses it in episode two. Which is, what I like the, the rubber handle on it. I love that, yeah. that it, it's not as busy. Um, Qui-Gon, I don't like it. I like, love too it. many, too many, too much ridgy stuff. 
I don't know. Well, now we're on we're on the topic of lightsaber. So I don't like that. I like when I'm fighting for mine to be real basic. Um, mine is bottom heavy mm-hmm. because they're um, they're a certain type of ultra saber. So they are they're bottom heavy. Those are the ones I like. Um, I have two lightsabers that they'd have a very flat button to turn it on. Right, right. And I tend to run my finger across it and turn it off. So I don't like to fight with them. So I don't fight with those ones. I like my Ultra Saber. Now, Obi, I mean, uh, Yoda's is a little wee one. Yes, it's, it's a tiny saber for a tiny person. That's right. My um, Shoto, my sh- uh, Shoto is like that. It's yeah. a little tiny saber, yeah. but I, I really, really like it. I get a lot of compliments on it. Darth Maul's, I see, I think we're seeing more and more and more and more, even Ray more. Double of sabers. the double sabers. Hers well, folds in half like a knife, though. Yeah, well, that's the same as uh, General Pong Krell from the Clone Wars. He had two folding doubles, a green and a blue. Wow. And that was in season four, I believe. And it was really, I mean, but he was a really huge big guy. He was a basilisk, which is the same as Dexter Jetster. He oh, had yeah, four yeah, arms yeah. and stuff. And he used two double-bladed folding lightsabers like most people use well when you have four hands well you know it just is crazy that way yeah it just happens now i i mace windu's too busy for me yeah it's too busy that's the cadillac of lightsabers it's very busy i don't really like that well you don't i like mace windu but i don't like his saber i like the purple saber but i don't like the handle it's it's just too much going on there (laughs) too much for me now, that's Keati Mundy's. Yes, he is, is very nice. He's yep. the guy that can marry a lot of women. Yeah, he's the only one. Yeah, he's the only one allowed. The only reason why is there's not enough men on this planet. Right. So they have to keep trying to get more men. Man, that sounds like a really, really bad movie. Ah, you know? oh, I tell you, man. I don't like Anakin's lightsaber at all. That's his episode two saber yeah, right there. Yeah, it's way too busy. Which is, ironically, it looks a lot like the Vader saber. You wonder why? Because this, if you made that black, it would be a Vader saber. Well, do you wonder why? Why? Because he eventually becomes Vader. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert. I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, we know that he owns one of Shakti's. I did see that deleted scene. Oh, yes, Mr. Uh, Mr. Grievous here. I, You know, I, I, I really did like that deleted scene. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't have deleted it. Well, the interesting thing about... The only thing, the thing about she's not in the movie at all, right? When you look at General Grievous, um, if you look carefully, particularly in the scene where he fights Obi Wan later in the movie, they ran out of hilt graphics because he had an Obi Wan hilt while he was fighting Obi Wan huh. with Obi Wan. So he also had an Anakin hilt. Probably because they didn't have enough. Oh, they're like, get something from the supply room. We don't have enough well, yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah, you have to look carefully in the, you know, and you have to kind of like do some like frame to frame. But you can actually. That's too see... intense for me. <laughs> well, somebody did it for me. <laughs> the the power of the internet. Odds are somebody's already done this. Oh my so, god. So yeah, so they found, you know, when he when he splits up to four arms and he's got four sabers in his hand, he goes, Oh look, Anakin saber. Oh look, Obi Wan saber, and he's fighting Obi Wan with the same saber. Oh my gosh. Which is hilarious. Now I do not I love Obi Wan. I do not like that saber. Hate it. Hate it. I'm sorry. I hate it. It's just not a you know, we did a show um for Vince's uh family. 
and uh, in Orange County, and he was fighting with the saber, similar to this, the thing broke at the top. Yeah. And he continued on. He finished the show. Well, that's the thing about the thin neck sabers. It's it's a it's a you know. It's a 50-50 chance that you might break it during the show. You have to get a the right hilt and get it built well. Um, there are ones that you can. I have some engineering designs that I could probably make that would work pretty good, but you know, there would be some sacrifices as well. Yeah. But the the episode four Obi Wan hilt, which is the the beat up version of the episode three Obi Wan hilt, actually has always been a favorite of mine, and um, it's always been a you know want on the shelf thing. But getting an actual like nice Obi Wan hilt is very expensive. Yes. So. I just have my FX, uh, I think it's FX, my graph X of the um, Mace Windu. That's as far as I go with anything from the shelf. I don't have enough room for on my shelf for all that stuff. Um, Darth Sidious, is it's it's a nice saber. It's all right. I'm and not going to lie. It's a nice saber. It's uh, a, but it's also actually kind of, kind of small. It's, a, uh, it's mostly a one-handed hilt. Does he look like he's a super tall man? Ian? Or you mean Palpatine? Palpatine. I don't think that he is. He's probably you know five seven, five eight. I don't know. He's uh, probably average. Yeah, he's, it's he's shorter than Anakin. Um, yeah. See, here's the here's the Vader. Here's one. the Vader saber. Now he put that together himself. Yeah. He must have done it in you know when he was in one of those um, in the oxygen chamber thing. When he was bored in his little castle, you know. Yeah, but he has to be in an oxygen chamber thing in order to take the mask off. Right, right, and if, be able to work on if it. If he's if he's just sitting around, it's with... like where's my glasses? <laughs> well, his mask actually gives him enhanced vision. So. So, but he has to when he takes that off. He has to have some a set of glasses. Can you imagine him with the burnt eyes? He's like trying to. Yeah, take... His eyes didn't look that burnt in the movies. So. <laughs> Now, Anakin's is almost the same as Obi-Wan's with that thin neck. You mean Luke? I mean Luke. I'm sorry. His his son, not his, not Anakin. Right. Sorry. That was a Freudian slip. All right. <laughs> but yeah, this this one is very thin, too, in the neck, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's very similar to the Obi-Wan Hill. Yeah. I think it was done kind of intentionally that way to kind of honor Obi-Wan. And um, there's a new uh, fan rumor going around that I really liked, that the green crystal in Luke's saber is Qui-Gon's. I really like that. I, I was like, dude, that that it was kind of a mind-blowing incident for me. I never thought that 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 you know. Where would Luke have gotten that? Well, when he in the Return of the Jedi novelization, he visits Ben's hut to oh. to get the parts to make that saber. So he goes in and robs him. Um, he's kind of dead. Goes in the uh, apartment and robs the apartment. He loots a dead guy's apartment. That's right. Let's just put it in perspective. You know, it was his kung fu master. I'm sure he didn't mind all that much. It's like take everything from the apartment. I'm I sure don't care. If Obi Wan, if Obi Wan objected, he all he had to do is manifest himself as a force ghost. Go, Ugh. He he opened the door for him. As what a are you doing goes. in my box? He he went to his apartment and said, "Here, Luke." He opened the door for him. Told him, "Go on in." Stay out of my drawers, Luke. 
I think he went in there because he he told him Obi Wan told him, okay, go in there and get this shenanigans. Well, and also in the uh, the new comics, the the 2015 uh, Star Wars comics, um, Luke does visit Obi Wan's hut in those comics as well, and he gets uh, Obi Wan's journal. He would have to in order to be able to study and do those things. I mean, well, yeah, even though Yoda again. tells him, he still needed some things well, because yeah, yeah. Ray finds them all. Well, eventually, yeah. Yeah. So, and because Luke, he, he, um, like he gets that stuff, and and there's like a, there's a novel by Kevin Hearn, which is really good, that that's all about Luke, and he goes to a planet, and he and he um, learns about some stuff there too, and he he, Luke's Force education and his Jedi education kind of bounce around a lot, and. You know, he learns a little bit maybe from that's why Yoda. Ben, he learns a little bit maybe from that's ben. why Ben fell because it's just so it wasn't really a um, a a very schem- clear schematic on how to do this. Right, right. So there's a possibility. Well, yeah, I mean, and Luke spent most of the post Return of the Jedi um, years basically looking for stuff and. And and that's what he was doing, you know, and, and that's what eventually led him to Octo and, and to find the the sacred Jedi text, and <clears throat> excuse me, but um, you find little tidbits of this information in the Legends of Luke Skywalker book. You also find tidbits of this information in the Battlefront Two game. Wow, I like the way you have to totally hunt for all this. Stuff. Well, that's the thing, just too, like you know, Luke did. And that's the thing, you know, because. And, and yeah, you know, I'm I'm sure it's all part of Disney, EA, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, but that's what et makes it exciting strategy. and fun. Well, yeah, I, when I was a kid, I did the same thing. It was at a different time, but it was pretty much the same thing. You know, yeah. all the information wasn't in one convenient location. You had to dig for it. But that's what makes it fun, and I really like that. I like that. You know, they they put it, they spread the spread the love around in in different books and gave you tidbits of everything. That way, it kept people interested. Because if you had, you know, put it out in one book, all right, wham bam, that's it. And have a nice day. That's right. Nobody else would have, you know, there would have been no reason to write anything else. But it, it's really cool that they put it, like you're saying, in different books and games. Yeah. Because then you have all these references and it and it gives you the galaxy. Oh yeah. Rather definitely. than, you know, the three movies or the six movies and six books. Right, right. And one extra just because. Well, you, you know. know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So next week what do you want to do the show on? Stuff. I have no <laughs> idea. Um <laughs> we can do a Halloween show. Yeah, we could. Because I did one on, uh, we did it last year. We talked about the very first Halloween costumes and stuff. So that'd be cute, really cool to go, really cool to go back into that and revisit it with you because one, you could have, you probably did a Halloween costume as a child. Oh, definitely. So we can talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, Before we go, I did want to uh, bring up a couple of things because we talk about lightsaber combat and we talk about being in a club and all that. If you want to learn lightsaber combat, there's two places you can go. The first one is, of course, where we belong, the Saber, Saber Guild. Guild. So if you go to saberguild.com, and you will find all kinds of information on how to join, what to do, uh, what you need, and you'll find all that information in one convenient location. Um, we just uh, um, opened up three more temples. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. We're in Maryland. Yep. 
DC, we're, Maryland area. We're in Texas in Houston. Right. Houston, Texas and just opened up. And then San Diego. And San Diego just opened up. So that's even more people, more places to go get your Sabergill goodness. Yeah. And we're we're in the 760s now for yeah. membership. Yeah. We're pushing 800 now, which yeah. is really great. Um, also, there's another place you can look for lightsaber combat. Um, this is a, a, a site that I go for a lot of my information as well. It's a place called the Terra Prime Lightsaber Academy. They have a website. I believe it's Terra Prime Lightsaber or TPLA.com. I'm not sure. Um, but they have a YouTube at Terra Prime Lightsaber Academy. They have literally hundreds of videos on lightsaber combat. Oh, that's cool. And they actually use the seven forms to to basically build a foundation of lightsaber expertise that anybody can learn. Um, they are also uh, a, well, I'm not sure, an affiliate or a sponsor or I'm not sure what the word to use is, but they are also um, affiliated with the uh, lightsaber combat sport people which developed originally in France, but now it's coming to America. There's teams in America that do um, basically, basically uh, dueling, kind, dueling of kind of actual combat. Uh, Saber Guild is a choreographed fighting group, which means that we do preset forms and preset combat skits as a show for charity, for kids, etc. Where the where the lightsaber combat folks are actually doing the equivalent of fencing with lightsabers. They're competing. They're, They're actually, competing. it's a competitive I've seen sport. that. That's cool. They talked about it being a Olympic sport, which I would like to see. Well, France has already made it part of their actual fencing curriculum as That's well. That's cool. So you can like study saber or epee or rapier or lightsaber. That's cool. And I would like to see, I, I imagine that at one point, because I just found out that Quidditch is a very, very popular sport too, and it's it's yep. really gaining ground. We could see these two in uh, Olympic sports, which would be totally cool. That would be interesting totally to actually cool. see. Yeah, to see sports that are actually originated in fiction, not as originated as a sport. In yeah, the sense come of the to world. life. I would love to yeah. see that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's going to do it for our show this week. We are going to see you next week. Jim's going to have his costume on, his uh, Halloween costume from when he was a kid. <laughs> That's going to be hard to fit, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so from us here at Radio Geonosis, we're going to see you next time. Please follow us on Radio Geonosis 2.0 on Facebook. Please follow us and like us and subscribe to us on Radio Geonosis on YouTube. We have an Instagram page, Radio Geonosis. We also have... We have a Twitter at rgeonosis. And so please like and follow. Okay. <laughs> Not you, Jim. I'm telling the people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can follow, too. Yes. I do, too, but I don't really need to because I'm me and I'm already <laughs> here. But, you know, yeah. So from all of us here at Radio Geonosis, we're going to see you next time. May the force of others be with you. Bye.